the man dressed as a cat beat the skinny guy who looked like he was going to stab you, and uh, he got the belt. Meth McGee. Oh, tight. Yeah, yeah. Meth- man cat. <laughs> Actually, Man-cat versus Meth McGee. Actually, they've got this shirt that I kind of really want. It's a it's a picture of this dude's face with like cat ears on it and a bloody nose, and it says "Party Animal" in bold text, and it looks great. <laughs> it's super dumb. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you should get it. You I, should I'm, definitely get it. Wear, I've been thinking about it. You're, you're an adult with a real job. Go get it. Yeah, I could I could wear more. that. I could <laughs> yeah. wear that shirt to work. It would mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. It would be yeah, the yeah, only shirt that I have. Wear that to work, to work. Yeah. The only shirt that I have that I'm not willing to wear to Senses. to work is my Eagles of Death metal shirt. Why? What? Isn't there a bunch oh, of like ladies on it? Yeah, it's, there's titties yeah. on it. It's the cover of <laughs> Zipper Down, so it is. It is like yeah. a, a super a super hot skimpily dressed lady's torso with some stickers on her tits, and it's pretty great. I wear it to golf. <laughs> I like not that you say torso and then follow it up with tit. <laughs> it's a good, <laughs> it's hilarious. Good, uh, good golf shirt. Yeah, yeah. it's a great golf good shirt. Oh, you wear it to golf? Is that what you said? Oh, that's <laughs> all excellent. the time. That's all the time. That's the right thing to wear to golf. I wear that. I wear my my dumb little shorts and I wear my golfing hat. I don't actually have a golfing you mean like hat. Real what kind of shorts? What kind of like, short, shorts are you rocking? Like uh, they're like, uh, they're tiny, they're tiny. like they're like white plaid. They're like black and white checkered. You know, Tight. and then I wear some some <laughs> shoes that are a little bit too large, like clown shoes style. Oh, nice! Yeah. And if they honk when I walk, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they do it, but not always. So, so I get a pitcher of beer and I go honk, honk, honk all the way to whatever stall I get, and then I am really bad at golf. Yep, just like that. Mm-hmm. I'm really that bad at golf. Great, yeah, guys. That sounds like the way to dress for golf if you're bad at it. Hello, oh, yeah. What's up? No, you. The thing is, you got to own it, right? Like you don't go out there. Dress like a golfer and then be bad at golf. That's just embarrassing. Can you go dress as a gopher and be bad at golf? I mean, you could. You I could. thought this was golfing. <laughs> I thought we were gophering. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to another edition of the Sounding Board. This is like Thank episode fifty-seven. Us. This is uh, this week. We're here to talk about. Augie March, our first ever listener album by Augie March. The album's name is Haven's Dumb. I'm Josh. I'm. Is it Haven's voice. Dumb? It's Haven's yeah. Dumb. I'm sure it's not Haven's Dumb. It, it is. is it? That's the name. It, did you Man, listen, did you listen I thought you were making fun album? of it earlier, and I apparently no. forgot the album name. <laughs> did, you, did you listen to a different album? Ted, no, Ted no, is here I, with I definitely me. listened to the right album. But Ted for some reason, when Camden was like, Haven's Dumb, I assumed it was a lie. He may have listened to the wrong album. Uh, Ted is the his beard is back so he's kind of the beard of the sounding board again it's been months since my beard was gone yeah like alright 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 all right. so Robbie's beard <laughs> is gone now yeah Robbie's beard isn't here so my beard looks way bigger again yeah, yeah your beard is bigger by comparison uh, yeah. also with me hmm. this week Camden Taylor the hair of the sounding board oh you still have those hair who's skadoo, guys. <laughs> oh, God. Hey! <laughs> I kind of hate you. God damn it. <laughs> All right. I'm okay, play well, that one on there's you. no topic that. Let's, let's go home for the night. Never ends. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. No, we're here. We're here for business. We're here to do things. Ted. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I told you about a thing, didn't I? Ted, I you did you, tell me about a thing. I did something exciting. Yeah, tell us about right? those exciting things. So, first of all, you know, I think it's an important thing now for me to add random stories about my grandmother every yeah. week. Yeah. This one's yeah, yeah, yeah. Shorter, Perfect. I promise. Are you like 6,000 um, in the hole now? Huh? Are you like 6,000 in the hole now? <laughs> no, no. I was almost 500 up iTunes card wise. Cause, uh, I don't know. I think I told you, but at the end of the iTunes story was, uh, my family was here this past weekend or something, um, to celebrate my grandmother's 90th birthday. And, I just decided, because there was nothing we could do with the iTunes cards, that we just passed them to some of the grandkids. Like, here's $500. Just Holy don't say fuck. anything. Here's $500. <laughs> just don't say anything. Holy And my whoa. aunts were like, this is so unfortunate, but there's nothing better to do. And they were like, I don't want to make the decision. And I was like, all right, I'll make the decision. I don't want to hurt, like, to have to look at these anymore. I don't want to have to deal with this shit anymore. And I think she's forgotten. So that's... You know, <laughs> plus. Oh. Um, but on a much funnier and cuter note, um, I was sitting in the back room, the back studio. It's this massive back room. Um, and I was, w- like, watching a movie and doing homework, I think. And I heard her shuffling down the, you know, the hallways. So I just hear shuffling. <laughs> All right. So I pause my the crappy show I'm watching because she always comes in and like talks from yeah it's porn so I'm covering <laughs> it up um, and then she so she walks up and she always knocks for some reason I don't know why but she's always just like and I wait because I know she can't hear me if I say anything through the door and she opens it she goes hello and I'm like hey what's up Gran she walks up stands next to me for a second and, uh, stares at the TV which is paused so nothing's happening on it um, and then the I was like What's uh what's going on? And then she looks at me, like opens her hand, goes, Want a nut? And she has like <laughs> three cashews just oh. in her hand. I'm like, No, I'm grand, I'm I'm good and I've got this buffet of food in front of me. And she's like, Okay. Eats one, stares at the T V for a few more seconds, turns and then just leaves and closes the door. <laughs> and every okay. every few nights that kinda happens. But the wanna nut was specifically well, she's so thoughtful. <laughs> top drawer. She was very yeah. thoughtful. It was really cute. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, um, but but what I wanted to talk about, I I went and saw Hardcore Henry. Uh, this oh, past week. was that That's the yeah, we were talking was, about yeah. that like months the ago? The first person shooter movie, essentially. Oh, weird, weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I won't give anything away. I'm not going to talk about the storyline or anything because you guys haven't seen it yet, obviously. Um, but it was fun. It was super fucking fun. Both of you would enjoy it thoroughly. It's uh like excessive it's clearly written by people who play a lot of video games like it had a lot Mm -hmm. of cheesy video game moments like um fucking uh every i don't know every like 20 or 30 minutes one of the characters is like henry check your phone it's telling you where to go look at your gps (laughs) like when you get your fucking your hud and you have to try and figure out where you're fucking going and there's a marker on your map same shit it was so funny Yeah, and then it's got, like, the same sort of cheesy twists and bad guys who, for some reason, have telekinesis. You know, that same sort of shit. It's great. It's It was really fun. I thought they did a good job, and I enjoyed it a lot. So go check it out. I feel like, based on the trailer, it would be a little much for me gore-wise. What's the gore level like? Oh, are you sensitive gore-wise? I don't really like gore. Well, that's reasonable. I know a lot of people that don't. I've just been so overexposed to it with all the 
horrifying movies all I've the watched. The serial killing they're up to. Yeah, all the serial <laughs> yeah, yeah. killing really that really takes the edge off. TV makes it pretty <laughs> yeah. fucking. Yeah, dramatic. movie gore just doesn't do it anymore. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've had to. I've had to. Step I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> um, it was it was pretty gory. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like torture porn or anything, but there were definitely moments where you're like, oh, that guy kind of blew up a little bit, um, <laughs> like a lot, I guess. Rather, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like you really, for the most part, see him ripping people's limbs off or anything on that level. Um, it was just like a lot of people getting shot in the face, mostly. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, so it's it's a pretty manageable amount as far as I'm concerned, but I'm again desensitized. desensitized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, so so my girlfriend and I stopped watching Game of Thrones in I think the third or fourth season, whichever one had uh the the Viper's head exploding because that was a little much. Um, yeah, that was that was definitely the most that show ever did. That yeah, was a whole fucking lot. Yeah, they just kept upping the level of violence, and I was like, you know, if it goes past this, I think I'm I'm good. If it makes you feel better, it hasn't gone past it or anywhere near it in a while. Oh, I that's think, good. Maybe I'll, I think they were like, maybe we went a little too far with. That. Maybe I'll go. I'll go back to that. Maybe. Yeah, the next season was actually pretty good. I was okay. I was pleased by it. Cool, um, cool. Uh, yeah. I've been I've been thinking a lot about Game of Thrones lately, particularly because this upcoming season is when they're passing the books, which is always a fascinating period in right? television right? or movies. When it's they're super following weird. the series, it's super weird. It's... I've actually I, I, I saw I saw the uh, season premiere last night. Yeah, oh, did you guys pers- have a... as a person who has only seen season one? Oh, <laughs> that was probably and season a premiere of last season. It was Don't not forget. as confusing as I thought it would. Yeah, I saw the season five premiere too. <laughs> That's a... yeah. I, there... uh, I I'm excited about the season premiere. But what were you gonna say? Um... Oh, nothing important. <laughs> yeah, worry. pretty much. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a uh, what I'm really looking forward to at this point. Um, first of all, obviously, I've talked a lot about how much I like Mr. Robot season two. Uh, it sounds like a lot of the people involved with that have like turned down other projects because of how intense the the schedule for it is and the the material is. Are you so talking I'm, about Mr. Robot or Game of Thrones? Mr. Robot season two. Okay, just just wanted um, to clarify. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm excited for that. And it sounds like we're finally going to have our fucking American Gods TV show. Oh, uh, really? They've, they've done a bunch of the casting, and most of the casting seems rad so far. Who's uh, playing Shadow? Um, did you watch, uh, was it The Hundred? The, the show about kids that live on a space station above, like, destroyed Earth? And then, is that what that show was about? I yeah. remember seeing like commercials for it and having no idea what was happening. Yeah, so they they live on the space station above a uh, above like gutted Earth because they overpolluted it through nuclear war or whatever, and then mm. the space station can't support life, so they take all the kids and send them down to Earth to see if Earth can support life now. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems super, super ethical. Uh, you know, it seems, it seems like the perfect way to go. Um, there's a guy in that show who plays one of the humans who, cause spoilers, there were still humans on earth. Uh, he plays one of the, the humans, um, in that his name is Ricky Whittle. Uh, 
He uh, he's good it. in that show. I like him. I like him in that show. They also cast uh, Laura already and Wednesday. Uh, Laura was oh fuck it was um, Emily Browning I believe. Oh shit! I love Emily Browning. Yeah, she's super... kind of young for that, isn't she? Well, Laura isn't a super old character. Like Shadow Shadow uh, wasn't very old in the show or in the book, and. Okay. She's dead, so she's kind of ageless, you know. Uh, and they cast Mr. Wednesday, too. Um, it was... Fuck. Uh, Ian McShane cast as Mr. Wednesday. Ian McShane. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, it, I'm pretty happy with all those, those choices. Um, although, speaking of Neil Gaiman TV adaptations, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was super, super excited to play... Um, the main character from Sandman in that adaptation, and then mm. he dropped out. So we're pretty sure it's it's all going to hell. Um, yeah. Uh oh. Also, <laughs> apparently, matter. apparently, uh, Crispin Glover is playing Loki. Oh, sweet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Very oh, nice. Cool. All right. That's cool that they're actually doing that. Uh, hasn't that been something that's been in talks for like a long time? For like probably ever, dude. Since I was in <laughs> yeah. college, like ten, like <laughs> five or six years at least. Um, yeah. But it sounds like it's finally getting cast, and that'll finally happen. So I'm pretty jazzed about that. Uh, just, that could make a cool show. I just I, hope it as we've suck. discussed, I'm I'm not a fan of the book. I think there's a lot of potential. The book didn't do it for me, mm-hmm. but I think um, the show could be really cool. Yeah, so it, it maybe maybe oh, uh, sort of expand on the things that I thought were missing out on. I know a lot of people didn't like the book particularly because of how it ended. Um, they they felt it was kind of anticlimactic, which I, I can understand. Uh, I didn't agree with that criticism because I I felt like the character's arc ended before the whole final battle thing. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, however that plays out, what we do know though is that uh, Gaiman's actually writing a sequel to it to be a second season of the tv show and to be a standalone novel which i'm down for mm-hmm. uh i like i like his writing a whole lot i think he's super super talented um yeah the other one i'm excited for is dark tower uh oh i forgot oh, about that shit. were they cast That's gonna happen yes. yeah yeah did you hear who they cast as uh roland no isn't it no, like no. Idris Elba or yeah, something? Yeah, it's fucking Idris oh, Elba. fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Fuck yeah. So oh, like, he's so good. He's so good, but it's also super weird to cast a black guy as that character. Mm. Given, uh given I only read the first one. To okay, we, like, so later in the series, out. there is a, a black character, and a big part yeah. of their the, the, the core of their relationship comes in the different races. Yeah, um, totally. That'll so, be kind of weird to see how they deal with that. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued, but we'll uh, we'll see how it spins out. Maybe Idris Elba is gonna have white face the whole time. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be super weird. I would watch the shit out of that just to see that. But yeah, that would be I love so fun. I love Idris Elba, so I'm super stoked. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. For that, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be, be cool. That'll be excellent. I need yeah. to read the rest of that series. That's finished, I, mm, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's finished, yeah. plus it has, like, an extra ending that was added years later. It, mm, you, Here's what I'm going to say. I like Stephen King's writing a whole lot. I mm. think he sucks at ending things. Yeah. I've heard that before. <laughs> like, I think I think that's super common. I think the ending to, to uh, that series is not good. 
I think the ending to The Stand is not good. I think no, the, the ending <laughs> to, uh, to, to Shawshank Redemption, not very good. Like, generally, his endings, not super great. Because, okay. like, that's not what he's awesome at writing for. Like, and, and endings are hard, right? Like, yeah, endings are definitely Endings are thing. super hard. He just, his knack is in, like, capturing adolescence. In a really weird and terrifying way, and all the terror associated with it, which is why you know he had all those. He had like Carrie and uh, Pet Cemetery and, and all those, and The Shining. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Apparently, yeah, I, I um, there's a girl that I work with that's reading. She just finished The Shining and she just started it, um, mm-hmm. so she's she's mm-hmm. on a Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, no. great example. Apparently, there's a sequel yeah, to The definitely. Shining. That is, yeah. There's bad. a newer one. Yeah, that just came out like a year ago, right? I, I've yeah, heard. A couple, I think it was a couple years ago. I've heard positive That's things, awesome. so I'm I'm curious about it. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't really read anything Stephen King's written in like recent. It's been like, a while, but like I don't know. A change of seasons remains a fantastic short story collection. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That, Ooh, that's I think short be. story is actually one of his strongest. Yeah, yeah, skills, I would agree for sure. I would agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Did he write um did he write the jaunt? Yeah. Have, oh yeah, fuck. Apparently. That one was that one was fucked. <laughs> that one was fucked. That sounds excellent. Uh it's it's uh it's sort of like a short story investigation into like teleportation. Ooh, okay. It's it's yeah, real great. Mm, it's it's fucked. <laughs> All right, I'll check that one out. Oh, man, speaking of fucked books, I just started reading one Camden gave me a while back. Was it the Kama Sutra? Uh, uh, you, what? <laughs> What'd you say? Get it? I know, oh. I couldn't hear you. Camden said something at the exact same time. <laughs> I, I said, was it the Kama Sutra? No, no, Camden just showed oh. me that. We didn't oh. read about it. it. <laughs> yeah, we Got would it. read that together. <laughs> yeah. In a body reading sort of way. Um, no, no, he... <laughs> We interpretive were, dance, I mean, please. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Interpretive dance. Um, uh, oh yeah, we were talking about Holocaust books like three years ago, and Camden oh, mentioned the Painted Bird. Yeah, Camden mentioned his <laughs> yeah. favorite one, and he gave me a, his copy of the Painted Bird to read. Um, which is that nonfiction or fiction? Uh, I, it's it's fictional. That's what it's, I thought. Okay. I got yeah. like fifty pages in the book, like holy fuck! Yeah, and then I read the back, like oh thank god this is fictional, right? Yeah, that book is absolutely fucked. Yeah, that's um, some bleak shit. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, it's probably the most bleak thing I've ever read. Uh, it goes up there with all the Holocaust books I've read. Um, but so it's like this story of this kid, um, and it's sort of ambiguous um, around him. So far, I'm about sixty or seventy pages in, and I don't know his name or anything really about him. Except for, um, so it's the beginning of a war, as they say, um, and his parents to try and protect him because whether they're gypsies or, or Jews, um, they're like, oh, well, you know, there's all these Holocaust sort of camps popping up, um, or concentration camps, not Holocaust camps. Um, and so we're going to protect him by giving him to this person to watch him in a village. And then like within a couple weeks, the person dies and they get separated the parents have no contact with the kid or a way to get a hold of him. And this kid, um, essentially in, in like the Czech Republic area or like the mm-hmm. Slovakian countries is wandering basically village to village, staying with people, um, but not staying with him in like a good way in like a, oh, this, this lesser race is here. So we'll, 
uh, take him for labor or for his mystical powers because he's like a Roma or a gypsy or something. Um, and it's super fucked up. Oh, it's so fucked up. Uh, there's one guy, um, who catch it's, I think where the title comes from, who catches birds. And when mm-hmm. he's angry, he, he walks through the forest and he paints them bright colors. Um, and like, he makes them sort of squeak a lot. So it attracts other birds of that's that, that species. And then he lets the bird go. So the bird tries to join the other species, but they all, um, see this weird bright colored thing flying at them. Oh, so they no. start attacking it until it oh. dies. And it's so fucked up. And like, that's one of the smaller, like less fucked up things yeah. that happened in that book. Mm. Uh, when there was, um, an adult minded woman, uh, in this village that's known to sleep with all the men and the women are always trying to catch her, um, because their husbands are sleeping with her and they finally catch her and holy shit. They kill her, uh, but before that, they, like, literally take a bottle full of poo, and you're like, oh, it's going to get dumped on her, you know, it's not great. No, 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 nope, 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 it gets way worse. They I, fucking, they I think take it. we don't need to go any further down that <laughs> avenue. Uh, it gets way worse. That's uh, all we need to know. Yep. She dies. She's she's dead. She's super dead. It's mm. very unfortunate, mm. and this book is bleak as shit. But I, the writing is unbelievable. It's yeah, so well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm very pleased to be reading. This. Who, uh, who is the author? It's Jer- Jersey Kaczynski, by the way. Thank okay. you for saying that because I was not going to remember. <laughs> and that book is on the other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. So, the Painted Bird. If you want to read something fucked up, check that out. It's I, really uh, good. <laughs> I have a book sitting on my my coffee table that was lent to me that I need to read called uh, what's it called? Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs by... Oh, Chuck Klosterman? Yes. I've. Yeah. Oh, it's a Klosterman book? I, yeah. I haven't read it yet, but I've been told That's it's got good. some... Re- is that the one who's... That one's mostly, like, essays and stuff, right? Yeah, and it, there's like... Some fu- there's some funny stuff in there. So, so one of the people at my job gave it to me to read after I mentioned that I liked High Fidelity, because mm-hmm. apparently there's an essay in here where Klosterman argues that High Fidelity ruined love for a generation of men. <laughs> so i'm looking forward to to checking it yeah. out um and I yeah there's to... there's some good like music essays even though i pretty much disagree with most things he thinks about music <laughs> but um, it's fun but he's just fun. like yeah yeah <laughs> like <laughs> he has there's i think there's one in there where he talks about like a kiss cover band and there's like this whole fucking thing and like the background of this like long-running kiss cover band and uh yeah <laughs> oh that sounds great he really, I'm yeah, and he he also hates Bruce Springsteen. So Fantastic. Can't agree with him there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ted just shrugs and says, "Yeah, okay, I can get behind that." Yeah, this is closer to, to my understanding. <laughs> uh, well, speaking yeah, of music, I think we should we should talk about it a little bit, right? Should we what? speak of it? Should we, we should should speak we? of music? I mean, we're, we're already on the subject. podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't give that pitch. We are sometimes about music. Oh, that's right. And I think now's no. the time. Oh, wait. Now that we're at this point, let me get the sound in there. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Rattle, rattle, <laughs> bottle open sound. <laughs> oh, I thought you weren't allowed to drink in the studio. Hmm? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's water. Studio. That's water. Yeah, I wasn't sure where. <laughs> yeah, oh. 
Looks like he's you in my closet. You mean my home studio. Oh, yeah, home, oh, the studio. home studio. No, you <laughs> can do whatever the fuck you want in the home studio. Dude, yeah. how, where did you get all that baffling? I want that for my home studio. Uh, egg curtains. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then I painted them blue and turned them into triangle shapes. Yeah. You just well done. shave them and kind of like <laughs> pop them a little bit. Okay. It's perfect. Well, guys, let's talk about music a little bit. <laughs> I uh, I downloaded a bunch of albums. And then didn't listen to any of them. Oh, that sounds right. what'd you download? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's form an opinion on these albums. So, so, so now that I had let's bought the up. vinyl without actually listening to it, I went ahead and downloaded Come On and Feel the Illinois. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why did you buy the vinyl if you've never listened to it? There's so, no, like, limited pressing or anything. Oh, there totally is. Oh, is there right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a like, Marvel edition. That only had what? ten thousand prints or something, which is actually kind of a lot. But it one of the one of the records is white, and the other one is like Nova blue, like craziness. It's awesome. But I, I picked it up at the KEXP grand opening of their new station. Okay. Oh, that's kind of like a cool thing for that. Band. Yeah. I mean, because you got like a memory attached to it. Yeah. So yeah, cool. yeah. Also, uh, congratulations on them having a new station. Oh, Dope. it's gorgeous. It's like a fucking building. It's huge. That's... Awesome. Um, and it's like, it's got a warehouse in it with a DJ booth, so they can basically just throw dance parties there, which is kind of what they were doing. Uh, oh, KEXP, you're so cool. is pretty cool. Um, we should get Reeves back on here. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should also all work for KEXP, because that would be dope. Yeah, Reeves, yeah, you want to hook that. us up? Um, yeah, Reeves, the fuck? Get on it. <laughs> uh, so so I downloaded that. Um, I re-downloaded Carrie and Lowell. Because yeah. I really wanted to listen to Carrie and Lowell again. Uh, Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my one of the the people I was talking with um, recommended that I listen to a band called Middle Brother, and I didn't know who they were, uh, but apparently they're they're kind of like a a Malcolm in the Middle spinoff band. No, a, an American and, rock like super groupy thing. It's a uh, it's John McCauley from Deer Tick. Taylor Goldsmith okay. from Dawes and Matt Vasquez from Delta Spirit. Oh shit, Matt Vasquez. Okay. I yeah, know. and I yeah, fuck, I, I like I, Delta Spirit. They're awesome. This is from 2011, so it's back before John McCauley got clean. In other words, when he was awesome. Uh, so yeah, I'm, back when he made kick-ass music. Yeah. Oh god damn it! I feel like such an asshole for saying that, but Isn't it's that the true. worst. Isn't it the? It's. So I'm glad he's gonna live longer. Yeah, so, good for him. It's the right choice. I'm happy we got some good music out of him before. But damn it if I don't give a shit about Deer Tick now. Yeah. Yeah. Camden, have you heard Middle Brother? Because I haven't. It's uh, the Malcolm that... in the Middle spinoff band. <laughs> Thank you. for. He didn't laugh at the joke earlier, so I'm really happy you liked that. <laughs> I haven't heard it. Yeah, no. it's a... So So I was just telling Ted, it's John McCauley, got... Goldsmith, and Matt Vasquez. Pretty excited oh. for that. I downloaded that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I forgot we're listing things. We yeah, haven't yeah, these to. are just it. things on my. Oh, wait, on my I was gonna be a good okay. one. Let's on the next one. Let's give reviews of them. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Next What's time next I'll one? tell you how they were. Uh, and then I think the no, last. No, no. I mean on the next no, album, like right we say now. we're gonna give a review of it. Okay, yeah, really got quick. it, got it, got it's it. Like uh, short, short. Yeah, yeah. Like a Robert Kreisgau style. Yeah, yeah. So I downloaded. I downloaded. Salvation is a deep dark well by the builders and the butchers. Mm. I've, there's a uh, KSUA station ID from those dudes. So they must oh. be really, really great. 
Top notch. Yeah. Top notch album. I mean, they I'd like their alliteration, so I probably would give them a 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And they're providing jobs and music for builders and butchers, and I really think that's... And it's uh, it's building an awareness for builders and butchers as well. You know, <laughs> Actually, you really gotta respect that. You fucking know what? You know what I never talked about? I listen it's also to... I listen butchering to... <laughs> chances for other builders. God damn it. And, and butchering builders. <laughs> yeah. I listen to Feeling Kinda Free by the drones. What? Drones? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back and I, I listened to that uh, like two weeks ago and then didn't talk about it last week. Oh, cool. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on your we recommendation. We actually listened to that album, though, so let's ignore that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I listened to that. I didn't download it last week, so. Oh, uh, also, Well Diggers. Getting jobs yeah. for Well Diggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Getting that awareness out, guys. Yeah. Keep it going. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so I listened to Feeling Kind of Free. Um, that's an interesting album. I was I was kind of of two minds about it because like there there comes a point on that album every time I fucking listen to it where I say, "Oh, Camden described this as a rock album and this is definitely not a rock album." And it happens right in the middle of to think that I once loved you, which is right where it turns into a rock album. So like I have that thought, and then 30 seconds later, I'm like, oh, no, this is totally a rock album. What was I talking about? Which no. is a weird experience, but it's happened, like, three times. So... I love when something like that consistently happens. You're like, what am I? Oh, yeah, no, okay, okay, there it is. Yeah, so, yeah, no, go. like, every fucking time I listen to it, like, the first track opens with, like, this kind of crazy, like, fuzz, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, weird electronic-sounding things. And then it's in the middle of that track... That it, like, suddenly it, there's, like, some anthemic rock sound to it a little bit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This is a rock album. Yeah. So they've they've kind of, uh, just their sound has expanded a lot beyond, like, the base of, like, the dark blues rock thing they had going originally. Like and, really like, that stuff still, that still pops up every once in a while. But, yeah, they do a lot of different things with it nowadays. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It was super cool. Thank you nice. for the recommendation. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. yeah. I need to go back and listen to it again now that I realize that I still have it on my phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what's on my, my menu of music for the upcoming week. We'll see if I actually listen to any of it, but I'm, I'm excited. So even though I didn't listen to it much, I totally downloaded music, you guys. What? Fuck yeah. Nailed oh, yeah. it. Killing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to a little bit. I didn't listen to much new stuff um i was playing uh at work i put the arcade fires funeral on and i was just kind of reintroduced to why i'm in love with that album and that's why it's a so perfect that's a really terrific album yeah speaking of anthemic it comes in really well because like every fucking song is a teen anthem and i oh i love that album so much um yeah so i was i don't know i one of the people i was working with hadn't heard it before uh and it was one of your clothes so i just turned up way too loud and kept being like, this part's the best part in this song. I love this song the most. This one's secretly oh, the best Everybody song. listen to this. Yeah, wait, no, pause. Hold, hold on. Her voice oh, cracks right you. here, and it's so good. Oh, you couldn't hear it because these speakers are shit, but I promise they're so good. <laughs> really embarrassing once I realized I was doing that. Yeah. But I fucking you were, When you just, like, album. nerd out super hard over an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, but, yeah. It's I, so fucking good. I came to the Arcade Fire really late and got really into them for a little while. Um, after we saw them at Coachella. The song that always did it for me, and one of the songs that, like, 
All Defend is one of my favorite songs ever. Um, is ready to start from the suburbs. Great song. That track is yeah. is incredible. Like it's so sad. Uh, yeah, uh, the Sprawl Two was the one for me in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. It's such a fucking upbeat, wonderful. Also, Rococo because mm-hmm. it sounds like he's yelling Glen Coco, and I think it's the whole <laughs> like the funniest fucking thing. He's like Glen Coco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Way funnier than it should be. Yeah. You really like Mean Girls, huh? I fucking... I quote that shit so often. (laughs) It's really... It's pretty much up there with all my Spongebob quotes. I do it enough. I don't know if you noticed that, but I do that shit. I've noticed that. (laughs) Usually uh, after you tell me it was a Spongebob quote. Yeah, because you never realize. Yeah, I don't get them either because I didn't didn't watch that much Spongebob. It's all right. Apparently none of my friends have. Except for Hannah. Hannah Weatherington never oh, yeah. listened to this, but if she ever did, this is a shout out to her for getting all of my SpongeBob quotes and making some I almost don't get, and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> because trying to like out fan each other. Out SpongeBob each other, goddammit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, but but just quickly on funeral, one, perfect album. Two, the very last song is one of my favorite songs from them. Um, it's, uh, in, in the wax it? seat in the, yeah, in the wax seat, it's about being <laughs> waxed in the back seat. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just such a fucking strange little song and it's got, uh, I can't remember anyone's name right now cause I'm too excited about how much I love that song. Um, the, the female vocalist that does most of the female vocals. Um, it's the reason I love it so much is because. Uh, once it finally hits that climax that you can kind of feel coming on constantly, um, I don't know, like 10 seconds in, she's singing really loudly and her voice cracks and it's so fucking perfect and emotional. And I have listened to that song hundreds of hundreds of times just to hear that part. And I still, every time it starts getting close to it, I just get jitters. Ooh, and I get that, like, boy, it's coming. Fucking, it's coming. Oh, it's right here. It's right here. <laughs> Uh, like the fucking hair sticks up on my back of my neck. It's one of those songs that, Get like, that frisson going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just fucking... I don't know. It's so perfect. And it's such a strange little thing. And I'm sure it's not something they planned, but it's just such a perfect moment. And I mm-hmm. love it. Nice. And yeah, that's, that's an incredible say. moment on that song, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it's, and like, even almost a climax for the album. Not climax, but it's such a, like... F- perfect way to end the album with that mm-hmm. emotional emotional thing after emotionable <laughs> emotionable <bro>. uh, <laughs> see i'm too emotionable about this i can't handle <laughs> uh yeah i love it it's so good that's all i got all right that's it yeah i think you're the you're the one who, who listened to music this week in general but can no i, I listen to a lot i always listen to a lot Don't of music. Lie. i just didn't Fuck I just off, didn't. Camden. I just no, didn't really didn't. listen to a lot that uh, was like not 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 really any new albums. Um, it was kind of a lot of a lot of Lucy's. Lucy's <laughs> in there too. <laughs> yeah, totally. I just had music on in the background all the time for the last several days. A lot of the stuff is stuff I've talked about in the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, then going You're just back showing to like that shit to all old, the honeys, old Be like, hey, honeys. stuff. Look at this. Yeah, shit. basically. Um, yeah. So I don't really have any. New oh, that's okay. Really right. Let's fine. pretend I listen to the most music. That's what yeah. it feels like, and I'm really into this. 
It's finally happened. Feels everybody. good, huh? Yeah, it feels so good. It feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> it well, feels then, so right. I guess we should probably move into talking about our album of the week. Now, this our is first listener one. picked album. Our first listener picked yeah. album it of only, the week. It only took fifty. Five episodes or whatever it was. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of a weird one because uh, when the listener picks the album, who gives the background? I guess it's I don't me. know. You do. That's what I was just going to I feel ask. like the I, person I think who is always like the host of the sound. Oh, the yeah. Host of All right. The sounding so you're just you're just going to put this on me without us ever discussing it first. Well, that's fine because I read the Wikipedia page also earlier today, well. <laughs> and I'm feeling pretty educated. Oh shit! Oh, All right, drop shit. some knowledge on us. Wiki All right, it. are you ready for this? Augie yeah, March. Just read us the Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Augie March. Start from top. Formed. You know when they were formed? 1996. 1996. <laughs> Nailed it. Good job. They're Australian. Australian. <laughs> yeah, too slow. Uh, They're Australian. The, the thing on the front of the album looks kind of like Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it looks so, a lot like Australia. They're, they're, I think it's Australia. I'm they're, pretty sure it's Australia. <laughs> They're an indie pop rock band, basically, is kind of their, their thing. And uh, their main, like, their main hook... The, the reason that people know about them, other than being fairly big in Australia, uh, on the ARIA charts, is the the lead singer is a hell of a lyricist. Uh, Glenn Richards is his name, and he's known for being extremely poetic in his, in his lyrics. Uh, this particular album came out in 2014. It's, it's super recent, and there's not actually a lot out there about it like people don't really talk about this album that much in the way that they seem to have talked about previous albums from this band um so their uh their big thing was it was it was a number of years before they ever got like anything out and it was way longer before they ever broke through like their first performance was at a nudist exhibition in brunswick uh, and were they, they were new too? Pardon? I hope so. Were they I'm also new? I want. I mean, to wouldn't that be weird if they weren't? You know, I'm yeah, gonna follow like... this citation and find out. Uh, oh, Rolling Stone Australia has an article about them with five facts about Augie March. Oh, it's a fucking picture. Never mind. I'm not gonna bother with that. <laughs> no, no, no. They're they're first. Wait, in... are they naked in the picture? They're are not. They... That would no. tell us. No, no. they're not. It... Awkward. Yeah. Their, so their first EP came out in 98, and it was called Thanks for the Memes. So they kind of beat the whole internet age thing by like a decade. Good job, Augie Marsh. No, memes, memes is a, it's a uh, yeah, social science term. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I do know that a meme <laughs> then wait, why is would you say essentially that? an idea um, that may or may not be infectious. Yeah, so they, uh, they made albums <laughs> from... Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Cut me a break here. Like, what What do you want from me? Um, I want to know if they were nude or not. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so they released a 98 EP and a 99 EP. Uh, they start doing work in the studio in 2000 on their first full-length album. Um, and during that, that period, they were putting out a bunch of singles that did, like, not super well. Uh, they tried to launch their album in two different cities, Sydney and Melbourne. And they failed in both because there was a huge musician population there, and they just didn't get noticed. Uh, and they wouldn't actually get noticed until late un- until uh, after two thousand four, when they released uh, 
their, I believe, third album called Moo, You Bloody Choir, which is kind of where they went from just being like, are critics like this band, but no one knows them, to being like, critics like this band, and also they have a following. Mm-hmm. Right? So they, they released that album. It was certified platinum in Australia. And then, like, they were immediately recognized and people were into them. And, like, they had a, a particular producer who was like, I want to work with you guys on your next album. It was uh, Joe Ciccarelli was his name. And he he was like, I want to work with you guys so badly that I'm willing to take a pay cut to do this for you. Um, and then as it turned out, like, they did not get along with the producer at all. Like... <laughs> They like the the whole process of recording the album like ruined them as a band. They kind of hated each other afterwards, and like and the, after they released that in two thousand eight, they toured for a bit, and then at the end of two thousand nine, they went on hiatus. They were just like, yeah, no, we don't actually like playing together anymore. Um, and it it took until like late 2014 before they would come back together again when they released this album uh and and at that point they said you know we've been working on this for the last two and a half years but essentially like there was a three-year gap where they were off doing their own solo stuff um what do we talk about with their sound uh i don't know too much about them because i've only really listened to this album but apparently they're kind of known for their ability to mix other genres into their indie pop sound right and uh, a lot of people will argue that that makes it hard to classify them um they were kind of noteworthy for being an intellectual band in terms of their lyrical style like when they were releasing their early stuff uh they and critics both were like this is really good and really creative and really smart but maybe that's not what people are looking for right now um yeah, it's kind of like lit rock. I'd say a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, not, I'm not saying that in like any negative way at all, but that's what it made me think of. Especially if you read like interviews with the the writer, like the main singer, like he's really, you know, he he like writes as well, and he's mm-hmm. really influenced from you know ideas he gets from poetry and stuff yeah. like and poetry. Yeah, Gl- yeah. Glenn Richards is huge into poetry. Like. Yeah. That's where he. That's. I mean, they're they're bands named after a Saul Bellow book. Yeah, exactly. So. Augie March <laughs> is the main character of a yeah. Saul Bellow book. Like, yeah. it's a they 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 don't hide their influences. They they are they are not afraid to be that smart band, right? Like, they're not afraid yeah. to be yeah. a little bit elitist inherently, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I know about them. You know, like it sounds like most of the the bulk of the actual songwriting is done by Richards. Uh, he basically writes the lyrics and a, a, makes a demo and then takes it to the band and says, hey, let's develop this into a full song. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there were a lot of things on here that were basically just demos with uh, little bits added onto it. added to it, yeah. yeah. like drums and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Like, And he's pretty well regarded in terms of in terms of Australian musicians, like mm-hmm. as a storytelling teller, like there are, there are quotes like where, where people say, uh, this is Kathy McCabe with the daily telegraph. Uh, almost every songwriter in Australia has name checked him as one of the finest tunesmiths of his generation. And, 
Richards is is a storyteller who's spoken of in reverential terms by his peers. Um, he takes the humble road and he says, "I I like I like dabbling with words." Um, but he, uh, it's weird because given that, given that they, you know, name themselves Augie March, they're clearly very highly influenced by poetic structure and form. Um, he's said in the past, like, that he's not a big fan of being a literary band. Like, oh, really? Yeah. He doesn't want to be huh. lit rock. Um, <laughs> doesn't want to be classified by that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like why? Uh, like he uh, when when uh, encouraged to write more political songs, he's pretty much straight up said that seems risky. I'd rather th- write things that are like honest and heartfelt, so that so that it isn't it isn't like rooted in a time period. You know, he yeah. wants to he he wants his songs to be about everyday experiences told through this sort of like poetic lens, not about like literary stories made song um mm-hmm. also unlike uh unlike aesop from last week who basically says hey dude if you don't understand what's going on you're not reading the lyrics you're not understanding them like you're not paying attention he's just like straight up yeah you know sometimes i make things confusing yeah like that's uh that's that's the thing that he's totally happy to do um so yeah, that's that's kind of the background that I've got for them. Um, I listened to this album a couple times, and I I was kind of mixed on it. You know, I think I would have benefited for spending more time focusing in on the lyrics. Uh, yeah, I think like, I would have too. Like, I sure. feel like I I definitely missed something there because with his accent and the fact that they were kind of confusing, I feel like and and like I didn't get into reading about the background of the band till like pretty late in the week. So I didn't know that that's what I needed to pay attention to. And Mm -hmm. that was kind of dumb of me. Um, I don't know. I I mean, I'm kind of torn with that. I like the idea of being educated on a band when you're listening to them, but I do like spending time with them before you become educated, Mm -hmm. like having a clean slate to start them with can really give you a good sense of, like, one, just if you shared this band with anyone else, what they would kind of go in as, and two, kind of, I don't know, the primal nature of the music they're making. It's nice to then become educated and listen to it once you become educated, but that's, I don't know, I think it's nice. It's not a bad thing to really spend more time listening to them before you become really, like, knowledgeable about what they're writing about specifically if it's not coming on through the lyrics or what the lyrics are. So I don't think that's a bad thing, you just know, to clarify. You know, I do I do agree with you. I think it's made more challenging for us because we don't have as much time to go through the mm-hmm. album, you know? Yeah. And and yeah. I think there would be situations where you'd go into something and write it off and not go back to it mm-hmm. because you don't like the way that it sounds initially which is totally yeah. reasonable but also there are we we don't always have the the time frame to really become acquainted with something uh especially something that is as lyrically complex as some of this like i've been glancing through the lyrics today and they're 
like I can see the poetry influence. Like I can see why people describe them in that term, and 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 mm-hmm. that's something that uh, is is really identified with them. Um, and maybe that's one of my my shortfallings, because um, as we talked about multiple times, it's pretty much impossible for me to hear or follow lyrics unless I'm reading them directly. Mm. Um, so it's never something I seek out musically. Because frankly, yeah. like I remember in high school, there was a girl in one of my classes on her her MySpace. She had a little um, descriptor, and it started with. Uh, but you think you know me, but you don't. And then, like at the bottom of it, it was like I listen to music for the lyrics. Um, and I've always just thought if you listen to music for the lyrics, you just read poetry. So I get the idea of this, but it's I don't know. I'm always torn with music. Um, that's main focus is the lyrics. I would think would just be better as poetry. It's sometimes and not to say only ever, but it's for me personally. I have trouble having lyrics be a main focus of my music. How do you feel about 90s hip-hop? There's some <laughs> shit 90s hip-hop and some excellent 90s hip-hop. Uh, it's, I don't know, it, you know, you're I, split between. I hear, like I hear what you're saying, um, and mm-hmm. I, I do agree I, with you. Yeah, for me, it depends on what the genre is. Right, exactly. True, like, like, the there genre are is certain really genres where I don't give a fuck about what the lyrics are. And, and there are certain genres. Uh, stuff, I will stuff never that's more it. Stuff that's more like this, I'm going to, if the lyrics are like really cringingly bad then that's something i would notice more than if it showed up in like true yeah like yeah. if a shoe great the shoegate song or something like right, who cares yeah. what they're saying in that like, <laughs> yeah. there are situations where where the sound of the vocalist is more important than the content of the lyrics and i think there are situations where the lyrics are more important than the sound of the vocalist or as important yeah. maybe i'd yeah. say as i think for me it will never almost almost never I can't say never because that's not fair. Bob Dylan doesn't have a great voice, but he's an incredible writer, so people listen to him for that. But that's a very rare case, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I yeah, yeah. I think I think you could go you could go a number of ways with it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think there are a lot of examples of artists like that. I, I think that's a, yeah. I don't mean in the sense that he's the only one. I think a lot that's of just way lot less of, likely to happen for me. I think a mm-hmm. lot of folk trades on that. Um, yeah. But then I do know uh, I do know people who dislike rappers because of the sound of their voice. Never mind. Totally. Uh, yeah. Like uh, yeah. the the their stylistic I, choices or, or yeah. what they rap about. So I get that with certain rappers for sure. Yeah. Like Drake. Like, uh, huh? Drake is so boring. Drake's voice is so ordinary. I can yeah, never listen totally. to any of his music. So no. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get that. Like his voice is not really distinctive to me. Like I, I like rappers in particular to have like really distinctive voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. So let's talk about some of these these tracks. Um, I think the easiest place to start would be the AWOL. end. Yeah, let's just <laughs> yeah, get let's right to the, the end. end. Uh, well, did you guys have any tracks that stood out to you that you want to talk about, or do we just want to kind of start with AWOL and then touch on a couple different ones as we move through? Uh, um, I could point out ones that I that I liked because uh, yeah, this is this is an album that that grew on me. For the really, weeks. I, I was not I was not into it. At yeah, first. no, I remember you telling uh, me uh, after <laughs> we recorded last week. Like, I like... think I was just in a bad mood when I first heard it because yeah. I I found it more like uh, not in line with my taste than it actually is. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm surprised. Because I, I definitely I listened to it after like, you said that we recorded yeah. last week, and you were like, "Have you listened to that?" I'm not into yeah. it. 
And yeah, I, was yeah, like, I got that. I, got that no, I listened to it like well doing homework and I was, I, I don't know. I must have been frustrated about something, something and like stressed yeah. out. And it was totally one of those things where I was just like putting the being, a, being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Totally. Like, All right. So what did you like? Um, I liked, let's see. I liked AWOL and After the Crack Up, the first two, quite a bit. Did you, um, man, the the beginning of AWOL is hard for me to get into. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Every time it starts, I'm like, ugh, and then it starts getting better really quickly. And maybe it's just because uh, I I got Camden's text before I listened to the album, and yeah, it's stuck sorry, with me now. We were all expecting to dislike it because Camden was like, yeah. this sucks. And this then, is bad. And then he didn't tell us when he turned around on it. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's okay. I don't... The, the beginning of AWOL just doesn't really work for me. His voice is okay. doing something I can't get yeah. on board with. But keep going. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to point that out because I I'm actually into into his voice. I like it. Uh, it's it's got a unique sound to me. Um, but yeah, I like those tracks. I really like a dog starved. Yeah, that, that was definitely there's, my. There's page. a little like drone going on in that lick. one. There's a little guitar mm. lick in the chorus that's like so perfectly placed. So da, 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 there, it's like sort of I don't know. There are <laughs> that, was, couple, that was a great imitation of what it sounded like, it was by the way. Flawless. There I, are I, couple, I just want to point out to our listeners that that wasn't the actual track playing. Yeah, you wouldn't me. know otherwise. There are there are a couple <laughs> uh, there are a couple tracks on here that just sound like other bands to me, and mm-hmm. a dog starved is one, but I can never identify who it sounds like. Something hmm. hella drony. Yeah, I love every time a dog starved. I love that point in the album, or every time that starts, because I, I think it's it's one of those times. Because for the most part, um, you can pick out the different sort of stylistic influences. Um, for instance, one of the reasons I this album doesn't always work for me is there's a lot of psych rock in here. Um, it's, yeah, I think it's early on, and psych rock isn't my thing for the most part. I can really appreciate why people like it, but generally, it's not one I would pick as a genre. So when it tends to lean away from that is when I tend to be more on board, which is why I like A Dog Starved, because it's got yeah. that sort of drony, as I've said like four times now. Hey, um, Ted, would you to... call this track drony? You know, I would really, <laughs> if I were to classify this track, I might use the term drony. So you mean sounds like the drones? Is that sounds like a dr- like a, an army of drones, just like <laughs> flying, breaking all drone regulations, you know, droning about, some would say. Yeah. That is, in yeah, fact, drone. the verb That's... that drones use. They drone. Uh, they drone. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, we're just droning, guys. Yeah, we're yeah. just droning. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, I like I like that track a lot. The, uh, the track, that and it, I think that I think the first time. I, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Finish your thought, and then we'll. we'll oh go yeah. On. The first the first time I listened to this when I was being a dickhead to you guys. Um, I think I listened to the first three songs and it totally just was not what I wanted to hear at that point. And then I didn't even get to that song. <laughs> that was the that was the first one on the album I was like really really into. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to? Should I keep going through so, other uh, tracks? Or well, I wanted to 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 spin off for just a second to uh, talk about the the, the band somewhere. that I thought about the most when I was listening to this was definitely Elbow. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, I can see that for the, sure. And the track where that, like, much like with the drones, I would get halfway through that song and be like, oh, this is a rock and roll album. I would hit definitive yeah. history, and I would be like, oh, this is an elbow album. Wait, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I can see that. That's that, actually that like a particular really reminded me. me of elbow for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. That, it makes. I've been. I spent this entire week trying to figure out what this reminds me of yeah. entirely, and that that's put a lot of like. I don't want to say nails in the coffin. That's not quite what I meant. But oh, cool. It really describes exactly like my feelings towards this album, um, in a lot of ways. Not every way. Well, I think I think there are definitely definite definite parallels to be drawn, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, in in terms of the the sort of arty influences that you hear throughout, and like the sort of poetic lyrics. And when he when he starts getting kind of lazy, I don't well not lazy, but like like sit under a tree, like like that sort of. Uh, feeling when he goes in that direction it definitely calls to elbow for me in a big way yeah Uh, Yeah, anyway sorry i just wanted to bring that up because i was just talking about how uh that other track reminded me a lot of another band that i couldn't think of perfect yeah yeah, 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 yeah. all right go ahead carry on uh uh, 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 i like saint helena a lot that was probably one of my favorite yeah, songs. Yeah, I remember. I thought that was a really beautiful track. Pretty much everyone, uh, every time that came up, I was like, oh, remember to say that you like yeah, it. Yeah, I was well, like, yeah, this is really nice. Yeah, this is pretty. Mm, I like yeah, this <laughs> point in the album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, St. Helena and Definitive History. I liked both those songs a lot. Um, what are the ones at the end? Oh, Never Been Sad. I'm into. For I'm sure. yeah. pretty into Never Been like Sad. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a big one for me. Yeah. I couldn't even honestly say why. I just remember, um, I the first time I played through it, I had to that would add a little more of like a solid groove that they stuck on. Mm-hmm. Than like a it lot felt of like it was recorded right. together as a unit rather than yeah. just kind of pieced mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Oh, there was a killer, not killer. There was just a really like, I don't know, clear drum line at close to the end of Never Been Sad that I remember mm-hmm. liking a lot. And that's a big thing that stuck out. What'd you guys think of the crime? Uh, oh, the closing track? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it wasn't, like, one of the distinctive ones for me. Yeah, it doesn't it really was, uh, stick out in my head all that much. Yeah. It does for I, me. I also specifically... totally should have listened to this album more times. <laughs> I, did, I only listened to it a few times. And, uh, uh I think, I think like, upon further listens, I'm going to get more into it. Um, yeah. This feels like an album you'd really like. I mean, that might just be because of the... The psychedelic rock, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, and there's like a lot of stuff I liked about. Like, I think the, um, like I think the songwriting is really good. Uh, like mm-hmm. all the instrumentation is put together in like interesting ways. A lot of ways, it's 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 not as like, um, it doesn't little, feel like, very cohesive to me. Is one of my yeah, issues with it. Yeah, it it's a lot of different ideas kind of put together in a folder that they called an album. Is yeah, definitely. Over the course of the album, in the in the few times I listened to it, it felt like it might be a little long. Yeah, um, there were there were tracks yeah, that kind there. of like drew themselves out more than they needed to. A little I more mean, fluff than like, I would have. Like asked. there were there were more seven minute tracks on this album. Yeah, than I felt like. There no, was like I I'm really interested now in going back and checking out an album from these guys back when they were like first playing. Yeah, probably right. probably like I would I would guess they probably have. I don't know. Like, I'd like to find out like what like the fan favorite album is. And from listen to what that. I can tell, be interested. from what I can tell, it is either Moo You Bloody Choir or um, um, uh, Strange Bird. 
are the okay, yeah. are, are the two. Um, okay, like okay. the critical yeah, response to, one of those to Strange Bird was apparently incredibly positive. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I've heard that those are kind of like their their like cult favorites. They're the ones that okay. that really caught uh, in a way yeah, that it cause... sounds like this one didn't. Yeah, and I mean it's from what we from what we were talking about, like the history of the band up to this point. Like this is one of those sort of like sort of comeback albums, you know, like they weren't, they were gone hiatus and uh, mm-hmm. re- waited like several years to release an album. And, you know, just from being fans of bands, like really big fans of bands who have done, like gone through that sort of stage, it's always a little awkward. And uh, like, sometimes it turns out really well, um, but it's, it's pretty, I feel like it's pretty common in that situation that the album they come back with is, is a little uh, weaker. It's usually, yeah, just right. a little weaker than what because you know you, it takes a while to like get back into that. Yeah, you don't you don't necessarily have the same yeah. chemistry that you had when you were at your peak. Yeah, I feel like that's what this album's really missing mm-hmm. is the chemistry because as you said, um, you know, a lot of it is the the main vocalist, the writer, would come with like, "Hey, this is the sample of what I've got." So and then they I think that's add, like kind of all their stuff. Like not just this album, yeah. and I wonder, because so, yeah. if if it's if it was a hiatus and then they're still doing that, it would there would be like a level of disconnect, which yeah. I I felt at various points throughout this album, especially given and, that like that that they he's he's been pretty public about like they're still repairing the relationship damage that was caused by Watch Me Disappear. Uh, mm-hmm. they've, they've how appropriate. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, um, here's here's the. Uh, the the quote from uh Amendola who was Amendola was their bassist uh he said and I don't I don't know when this was but watch me disappear was in 2008 and they went on hiatus in 2009 uh so his quote was it tore us to bits it was really really shit we're slowly patching up now and that was in <laughs> that was in 2008 uh before they went on hiatus so great quote yeah that's that's pretty that's honest as far as like wow fuck the we did not get along with that producer and kind of ended up hating each other uh, that's unfortunate yeah so you know i'm interested i'm interested to go back and and check it out um because like at their at their their most positive like for for strange bird for moo you bloody choir they got incredibly good reviews like they got a lot of good attention yeah like yeah super positive compared to dylan in one quote compared to uh to paul mccartney in another like mm-hmm. people were yeah and there's them. like i could i could see myself liking those albums and maybe i'll try to check them out before next episode uh yeah i'm curious I'll yeah because i can see a lot of like seeds of something i'd be really like like i mean like I'm into this, you know, but I, I don't think I don't know how often I would come back to this album. As yeah. there's like a few songs I really like, and then I was saying, it kind of drags on a bit for me over the course of the entire thing. But there are definitely like seeds of stuff that I could be really, really into, mm-hmm. and I'd Certainly. like to see what they were up to back then. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, no, I brought up the crime on purpose though, and I never got to oh. it. Um. <laughs> Uh, I hated that song. Really? Oh, really? Out of all of them. It was <laughs> the one time I was able to focus on the lyrics, and I don't remember what they are, but he just keeps fucking repeating 
the same sort of thing, but it's like the lyrics, the, the main thing he keeps repeating is like what you'd see on a subway wall that someone would write that when you're 16, you're like, wow, that's so deep. It's like, uh, realize, 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 You are the people, realize, the people are you, need I say more? Yeah. Yeah. And he just says that the whole fucking time, and it's so <laughs> annoying, and I hated it. Like, I hated that. Oh, that's funny. That was a sour note for that album to end with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were some bonus tracks on the uh, iTunes version, but I don't remember them. I'm not even sure that I actually listened to them. Um, yeah, you know, there was... There was a lot here that I was interested in. Musically, I wasn't super taken with a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. Lyrically, like... Yeah, so it felt kind of reserved musically to me. Yeah. And I'm kind of yeah. hoping on earlier stuff they would have done yeah, some, uh, like, Alana's, some like more like spontaneous things with... Alana's email says know. that Strange Bird has uh, wildly varying energy levels. Cool. Which sounds way that better. That would have been nice. This had, <laughs> yeah. this had a wildly the same energy level. Wildly... <laughs> normalized (laughs) (laughs) and i think that might have been like the one of the main reasons it was hard to get through the whole thing because i don't know i feel like especially with albums like this is an hour-long album so uh to me like an hour is when an album like starts being long yeah Mm -hmm. and you kind i think you kind of need that like flow and change to really right you need a progression through through the album like i i found myself now and then like Around when I hit Villa Adriana, looking at the mm-hmm, album, yep. being like, "I've got one track left, right?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Every, I was like, this has I to actually, be like the last one. I paused it after that one every time I listened to it. Just yeah, take, take a break. break. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right. So it's is, like, yeah, you got to take a break, or else these are just gonna all blur now. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's cool though. Like lyrically, it's super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think definitive history was one of the lyrical high points for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, we mentioned already um, <laughs> uh, A Dog Starved, which was another. Uh, you know what? Father Jack and Mr. T didn't really work for me all that much. Yeah. yeah I don't know why. Yeah, I remember of, looking at it every time and going, I think, I think it was like the chorus melody was like, just sounded really hokey to me. Yeah, something, yeah. something. Yeah, it sounded like, it sounded, you know what it fucking sounded like? It sounded like a song from like a Disney movie or something. Oh, really? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I, I don't remember like, it. I just could it imagine it being like wiped. some children's movie, like really cheesy part where they're all learning an important lesson. Oh, and yeah, that know. sounds just even the description. It just, that sounds it awful. just came <laughs> off. It came off as super corny, <laughs> which is a problem I had every once in a while with Elbow as well. Yeah, you yeah. did, so and that's actually because I like I like Elbow, but they you, do that every you, once in a while. I'm like, oh yeah. god. <laughs> and your comparison to Elbow, I thought was really appropriate with this album and my feelings towards it because I don't know if you remember, but the way I felt about Elbow was there's a lot of pleasant things going on, but for the most part, I'm gonna forget about the album. Yeah, and this album, though there's a lot of good things going on, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna forget about it. I'm curious though because there's a lot of, as Camden put it, great seeds you can kind of see, um, but it's it's lacking that collaboration, that sort of other musical ideas. Um, so I'm hoping I'm probably gonna check out Strange Bird because that wildly uh, something wild i don't remember what sounded really interesting so yeah diff- hopefully that'll energy be... levels um yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking at their website and i find this kind of amusing across the the navigation bar you have home news bio tour shop video forum mailing list contacts glenn richards 
Discography, <laughs> photos, lyrics. Yeah. What about the rest of the band? What rest of the band? What about the be- rest That's of the band's so lyrics? Fucked up. <laughs> what yeah, rest what about of the, the rest band? of the band's lyrics? There's the rest of the band? <laughs> yeah, that's what this album feels like, though. Is it's one guy who goes to a bunch of different people's houses like, Hey, I need your drums for a minute. Can you, can you put them on this track? That's, I feel like that happened a little more than yeah. they could sacrifice. Mm. Um, but, as I've said, the songs that were good were good. There's a lot of good like qualities to this and there's a lot of potential um it's definitely got me to the point where i'll check out one of their other albums so yeah i'm interested to kind of see where it goes all right all right in the actual bio section it does list the other band members but they don't have like (laughs) their own broken out fucked up though that's awkward yeah like yeah they like it it, it's got like a, a like short essay about the history of the band but only Glenn Richards has his own like page of his. I think it's because he's probably the only one who has solo work. But I could be wrong about that. Yeah, that's still weird. I mean, maybe they've got like something they're okay with in that case, like with Father John Misty or one of those, um, Courtney Barnett or any of those things that are constant bands with like one major front runner. Yeah, um, so they're okay with that. I I think at the very weird. least, um, after this, I'm going to listen to the. Uh, the the singles I call strange bird the singles from uh, those other albums uh, I apparently their their big hit was a uh, one crowded hour from Moo You Bloody Choir um, okay so I'm gonna check that out and then I might check out either Strange Bird or that album I'm not sure I'm definitely intrigued like I I liked lyrically what was going on a whole lot um, mm-hmm. so I'd be I'd be interested to see what else happened. Guys, I mean, at the very least, if we don't listen to it, we could just speculate. Yeah, and be like, "Hey, you yeah. know, this one's got a cool name." Ten. It was probably pretty good. I give that a Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ric Flair's all around. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Swirl guys, out. I was you real worried that we were gonna do our first listener album, and everybody would be a fucking I asshole. Know. I was like, oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> About halfway through this album, I was worried that I would, like, have to pee. <laughs> so I, after more listens, I've calmed down a lot more. But yeah. I'm I'm happy that I didn't make it so Alana would never listen to our show again. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I was real you concerned. For... I was like, man, I really like Alana. She's one of my good friends. But if everyone yeah. is going to just shit on the album she picked, I don't know what I'm going to say. Yep. <laughs> thank you for the album pick, Alana. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, and we appreciate thanks. all the emails. Speaking you're of, very, you're very nice for listening to us all the time. Speaking of, we have another <laughs> I email. Do I don't know how you put up with it. We have another email. <laughs> we have another email. We actually have two this week. What? Holy shit, uh, dude! From from we Alana, we're about to like. This is like our breaking point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about to. We're, get we're doing. We're moving up the email section because we're we're basically there anyway. Uh, we're going to okay. shuffle it above the news section. We do have to talk about news for a little while. Um, do we? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, from Alana, I heard some news this week. We uh we got an email that the subject line is, "Oh look, only one email this week." Oh. <laughs> I hope the second one is heard as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the content of this email is as follows. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Love, Alana. <laughs> okay. Email, Alana. Oh, man. We also got an email from uh, Lita Zakardow. 
I don't know how to say your last Zachardu. name. Zachardu. Wait, who's Zachardu? that? I don't know who that yeah. is. <laughs> who's that person? Ted's girlfriend yeah. emailed us. Zachardu, by the way. Zachardu. Zachardu. Oh, are we not allowed? It's hard to it's hard to read it out loud. Yeah, because it's yeah. Looks I think it's Zachardu. 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 It's Lida. Lida Zachardu. Yeah. So we we got we got an email from from Lida who uh who writes in subject line thanks for the warning i was really confused when i got this like i didn't know if it was from someone in my work or or Is what it gonna was be going... a dick pic what are we what do we got here hey What's guys just listen to your latest episode the ridiculous and i sincerely appreciate the warning to avoid listening to all of your other episodes right after i finished listening to every single one of them <laughs> <laughs> yes even the lady gaga episode Oh yeah, she she has she has the original. Oh wow! Okay. Oh my god! By the way, I can't believe Josh doesn't like the echoing vocals. They are so wonderful. But I am entirely the same way about subtitles when I'm watching a movie. Can't stand them. I'm happy someone else understands my plight. Best, uh. Lita Zakardu. I get Thanks, you, Lita. Lita. I'm with you. Subtitles during a movie, kill them, kill them, kill them all. And I'm with you about the echoing vocals. So yeah. basically, Josh, what we're trying to say oh, yeah, is and I love subtitles. <laughs> the sounding board supports you in whatever yeah. you do. Uh, oh, important fact, by the way, the ridiculous. I had a way better episode name, and it got ignored. Yeah, what Josh the fuck? didn't read it. So I so, tried to name Ted, that episode Anna the, von Helsing. Yeah, Ted says in the episode name Dracula joke. Ted says in the episode name Anna von Helsing. And Camden, yeah, which is mirac- hilarious, Camden sends in the the episode name "The Miraculous Return of Good Episodes." <laughs> also hilarious. So I, I I read Camden's and I'm like, man, that's a pretty funny name. Yeah. Uh, but we can't actually use that because admitting that we had a series of really bad episodes is a terrible idea. Kind of bad face. Oh, it's kind man, of like well, rude. There's a lot of bad I guess we're going to have to delete this last idea. few minutes of this yeah, episode. No, we're going to wipe this shit, obviously. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, right. no, you can admit it during the episode. You just can't admit it in the title. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's more subtle. In order to, to hear us say that, someone had to listen to an hour and 15 minutes of us and form their own opinion. If it were in the title, yeah. they could just say, oh, they don't even like their own content. Fuck that. See? True. See? Yeah. Yeah, but see, the real issue is that Anna von Helsing was a killer name. It was a much and better it was my title. First I just good episode so, name, so, and he had no idea I did it. So what I, <laughs> I thought that you had sent the miraculous return of good episodes, and I thought oh, Camden yeah, just right. didn't have any ideas, so he had sent it Anna von Helswolf. Uh, also, any I I've been trying to bring up this album so much this week, just so I can be like. Oh, I've been listening to this album, Anna von Hausmann. Anna von Hausmann. Anna von Hausmann. <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh, fucking man. to do. <laughs> they just fucking stare at me like a goddamn... Oh, I love it. They're like, That's wait, so it, what's their name? Like, wait, von Hausmann. I, I recommended, I recommended <laughs> Anna to somebody. Yeah. I pitched her as she took a big fucking organ and put part of it underwater. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's a good pitch, She honestly. did that. Yeah. Respectable. So, guys, let's talk about news. Uh, nah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get all crying. <laughs> oh. So, we've made it no secret that the sounding board, part of the sounding board, really, really loves Prince. 
We've yeah, you're re- definitely the biggest Prince fan. We've reported on yes. Prince. <laughs> we've reported on Prince stories ranging from he's doing impromptu concerts and not telling anyone where they Probably are until on the like day before. Twenty different, like episodes. thirty episodes. <laughs> we've reported on stories of Prince getting an Instagram account. And didn't we call mm-hmm. it Princegram? No, no, Prince. he called it Princegram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and today uh, we actually have to close the loop on that. Um, so I don't think it's possible that anyone listening to this doesn't know, but Prince died on April twenty fourth. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Uh, which was super weird. Like super, super, super weird. Um, yeah, very, very low on the list of musicians I would have yeah expected to be super coming low on that list. Yeah, he was he was not year. super old. He was no. uh, fifty seven when he when yeah. he passed away. Uh, he wasn't known to have any sort of drug problem um, or anything like that. A week before he was uh, pulled off of his plane and hospitalized, and I thought about bringing that up on the show and elected not <laughs> to. Uh, and then a couple days ago, he died, um, which is super crazy. And man, that that sucks. I I kind of want a, a a refund on this year, man. This is this is a yeah, rough one. Right? Yeah, holy fuck! We kept making jokes about everyone dying in 2015 yeah, or 16, but I'm seriously. People keep fucking dying. Yeah. Well, it's just ludicrous. like high high profile uh, artists too. Like yeah, like big fucking names. Like, yeah, huge huge names. It's insane. You know? Fuck you, two thousand. Like like in two thousand sixteen, for to have like both David Bowie and Prince in one year. That's like two of the biggest pop icons of all time. <laughs> it's insane. Like it's fucking nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like and I was to- totally unexpected for Prince. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. Well, we're uh, we're back and. Prince is still dead. We thought I was hoping that crash would, uh, That's why would fix that problem. Um, no. I do have to say, I've spent all week waiting to to see someone say, like, in all the statuses about Prince dying and all the Instagram posts, I've been waiting for a goodnight sweet Prince joke. And hasn't happened no yet? one else has thought of it, apparently. And, and instead I, of uh, making it, you just ruined it. What the I know, yeah, but dude. like I you don't, could have made it yourself. No, but I don't listen to Prince, and I don't want to be with people like, "Oh, Prince died." Oh, I, you know, he was one of my most influential artists. I, I mean, I've listened to Prince. I enjoy Prince a lot, but I don't know. I just wanted someone else to post it. I would have been. So you want yeah. you want someone who actually likes Prince to post it. I like Prince. Don't. All right. I sorry. 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 You wanted yeah. an active fan of Prince to post it. Yeah, I thought that would be better. All right. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. It would be better. Yeah, no, I I don't fucking know, man. It's a loss for sure. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know what we can really say about it, but it's a big name. It a, sucks. Yeah, it, it, consider dude this the end of our legend for sure. Consider this the end of the sounding boards Prince coverage. I yeah. guess.
Wait, isn't uh, there? Hey, in, unless uh, this is all a piece of like performance <laughs> art from Next Prince album. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although I like don't yeah. want to get any hopes up, but yeah. No. If not, in a hundred years, we have a vault full of B sides that are going to show up. Yeah, isn't that a hundred yeah, years? Okay. I, I remember that contract being mentioned on an episode. He uh, he may he may end up getting an honorary doctorate from the University of Minnesota. Which, in what? You know, I would assume music. A doctorate in music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor of Music, Prince. The Jam Doctor. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I hope it says no, it on the doctorate no. <laughs> on his grave. It's Prince, doctorate from Minnesota, the Jam Doctor. Dude, that's my new DJ name. I would sue for infringement. I don't know. <laughs> it's not bad. I would I would go to a DJ set by the Jam Doctor. You would, you would or see I the would Jam go Doctor. To, I probably would. Or I would go to like a jam, um, like seminar on how to make jams by the Jam you, Doctor. That'd be good. You would, too, you, would go, you would go to you would go to the Jam Clinic. <laughs> the Jam Clinic. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> I'm real sad about this, guys. What about yeah, your uh, sucks. Didn't didn't a wrestler die on the same day? Are you going to talk about her? Uh, no, China died the day before. Oh, I see. I don't know yeah. who that is, but uh, she was one of the. She was a very large woman who was uh, really one of the major parts of uh, of of older WWF. Um, but we're not here to report on wrestling, and I, know. I like I like Prince more than China, as it turns out. It, I mean, a loss is a loss, but mm-hmm. but Prince is who we've been reporting on, and and I don't know China that well, quite frankly. Well, there you go. Yep, uh, I know why she wasn't inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, or why they say she wasn't. Why's that? Uh, well. There are, there are probably a lot of reasons, but the one that they give is that if you search for China, you happen to get a video called One Night in China that uh, <laughs> I think I think that's what's porn of her. She did porn yeah. after she left wrestling. Um, yeah, man. Brighter news, though. Let's transition. Let's get away from that subject because I I really don't know how to handle it when it's it's Prince. Um, <laughs> Beyonce released a new album. Right, I didn't know that. I haven't been following news at all. Like I saw a bunch she... of people on my Facebook talk about it, but I thought she like released a single. I no, thought it was it's... like an HBO movie. I'm getting really well. It, it, it is, I believe, both an. I think it's an album, but it is also an HBO movie. Maybe it's just a song with an HBO movie. Uh, it's called a visual album, Lemonade. Is it, it is Lemonade. Okay, I thought so. That's the name of it, Lemonade. Um, and uh, I've heard it's fantastic. Uh, I I feel like we should probably talk about it soon. Uh, oh yeah, I'll listen actually, to it for sure. Once once we've actually listened to it, it's exclusively available on Title right now. If you oh need perfect, I can use Josh's Title subscription. Oh yeah, actually, that's right. uh, Claire just signed <laughs> Not up. Yours. Yeah, they're Josh. Oh they're... yeah. Oh, you've got it too. Claire signed up for a trial so she could listen to Lemonade. Oh what? <laughs> so I may use hers to listen to that. I might also just wait till it's out on everywhere else. 
Oh, it's never gonna. Don't you? They never just release like, things on title just on like other services. Kanye's? Never yeah. ever. Oh yeah, you're right. That yeah, doesn't never, ever, never gonna ever. happen. <laughs> ever. Uh, apparently, there is uh, some some real clear symbolism that she is uh... Illuminati. <laughs> so uh, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of a divorce. Well, that's always been there. Yeah. Oh, it's well, kind of hey. what? It's kind of maybe a divorce announcement. What? Oh, that explains all the Jay-Z memes I've been seeing about him looking Yeah, sad. like, okay. there's a part in the video, I guess, where she, like, takes off her wedding ring, stares at it for a second, and then throws it the fuck away. Huh. Um, so... I guess he shouldn't have put a ring on it. I mean... <laughs> or something, I don't know. No. Yeah, could have... That could have been better. <laughs> that could have been better. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's potential in there. Your Prince <laughs> joke was better. You worked that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's out, and it's kind of a big cultural event, so I need to listen to it, and we should talk, try and talk about it a little bit next week. But more importantly, we've got an album picked out for next week. Oh, shit! Oh, Ted do we? Sent me, Ted, Ted sent a text, and this was... Oh, jeez. Are we going to read the text? I don't think we should read the text. No. Wait, what was the text? <laughs> don't I don't even it. remember. <laughs> Oh yeah! Um, oh no! Yeah, that's that's rude of me. Okay, <laughs> I remember yeah. it now. This was this was a uh, three episode or three songs into the album the first time I listened to it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I can't. I can't. It was when I was worried about uh, the Augie March album, and I was like, "Oh, I'm worried that I'm gonna we're gonna have like an episode where I'm just really harsh about everything again, or we're all kind all right. of nonchalant about it." So, all right, Ted, announce it. All of that coming out. Drop it on us. We're going to be listening to Linkin Park. I'm just kidding. Linkin Park. Um, hybrid theory. Listen- yeah, exactly. It nice. would be hybrid theory. I'm down for some hybrid I did, theory. I did actually spend a few days considering pulling like a 90s or early 2000s album that I listened to a lot when I was younger. Oh, see, man. I like, would we love could to just do that. Tear so I think that would be so much fun. Yeah. It was, yeah, so that's maybe I'll pick the... hybrid theory next time. <laughs> oh, mm, mm. <laughs> that would be so great. We'll break all the habits. Um, yeah, but no. Uh, so we talked about him a couple times the past few episodes. Actually, a couple times this year now. Um, but we're gonna be doing Colin Stetson's New History Warfare Volume Three. Um, what if I haven't listened to Volume One or Two? You should listen to Volume One and Two as well. But Three was the one I started with. So I won't be mad at you if you don't get around to it. I would just recommend it because they're both exceptional albums. Um, but it is a killer album. Obviously, you know, he plays the guitar. That's why his last name is Stetson. Um, no. Is that how that works? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You're named after the instrument you play. That's why it's Anna Von Oh, Alice yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I'm Josh Critic. Because you play a Never Critic? Mind. No, no, no. Mm. Carry on. Bad yeah, so it's flat. okay. Mine was really bad too, so I'm yeah, happy you so made you're it. Out of so now we're good. All right. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah. So Colin Stetson's New History Warfare Volume Three. Uh, I love this. Uh, album. Maybe we can listen to that and stop talking about him. Wouldn't that be great? That would be. We'll <laughs> pull, Join uh, the ranks we'll of pull the mountain goats. goats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll put him in the happy graveyard where we stop talking about people. Um, but hey guys, so we'll listen to a mountain goats episode. album for next week. Huh? No. We are, we've already. <laughs> we'll just talk about another one. We'll talk about that one where he. Yeah, has we it did that. All the Bibles, things, yeah, quotes or whatever. But yeah, Colin Stetson. I'm excited to talk about him. Um, he's a cool musician. He does some interesting shit. And let's get into it next week. That'll be fun. All right, fantastic. 
Guys, we can be emailed at soundingboardpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us emails like Alana's where she just sends us a hashtag and we'll still read them on the show. It's great. We're, we love reading emails on the show. It's fantastic. Um, you know, someone in my in my work asked for recommendations of podcasts, only they asked for it on the uh, in like our internal blog. So people posted like, 40 comments of podcasts in re- response. Oh, jeez. Oh, and and I almost put ours there. You should have. Just not say anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. would be really funny. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to this. Like, I've, I've heard that these guys are pretty good. These, these guys, guys are intelligent right. guys. My friends are talking about them, yeah. Mary. My friends have talked about this show a little bit. I, I know the people involved. Critical listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I um, feel like someone else that works here knows about this podcast. <laughs> I, I I did mention that one of my coworkers was able to find us on the on the podcast app. You did by searching uh, Josh Smithline. <laughs> yeah, searching my name. Uh, so that that's weird. But you know, sooner or later, I've got to like <laughs> let them listen to this. So we we better put out a good show sooner, like before then. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't hold my breath. But you Twitter. Know. That's what we've been doing, man. Dropping classics every week. Dropping like, burners. I don't know what that means. Straight burners. When I drop a burner, I flush after. I knew you were going to make that joke. Gross. That is disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah, catch us on on Twitter. Uh, I still... So I've got a a band called Shinobi Ninja that tweets me every time they put out new music, and I've never listened to any of it, but they, like, direct message me. (laughs) <laughs> they're like dude we would love to hear what you think about our new album and i'm like dude yeah totally you got it oh for sure and I, yeah and then oh, i don't definitely. listen to it so shinobi ninja if you're listening i don't like that name for your band yeah your name is ninja ninja what the fuck <laughs> that's lame uh, as shit yeah yeah at at l-l-e-r-o that's me ted you're at lil underscore theo underscore the underscore ho <laughs> that's right <laughs> Little Theo the Ho. Because our social media push is going so well. What a fucking yeah. good name. Well done, me. Camden? Kill a, kill a Cam 907. Yeah! <laughs> Definitely the best out of all of them. <laughs> oh, we're on Facebook. We're on fucking... In, in theory, we'll one day be on Tumblr if we ever bother finishing that website. It'll oh, be great. God, It'll be great. We'll be blogging. Uh, we'll post album reviews, show notes. I've got show notes now. I take them. I just don't got post shows, them. Got shows, dude? You got shows? shows? Yo. <laughs> Crafted <laughs> shows. <laughs> like, I write them out. I hand write them. Ooh. And, you know, that's basically like calligraphy right there. So basically, yeah. <laughs> I could sell prints of our show notes and probably shows. make like We call them shows now. Shows, yes. right? I could sell prints of our show <laughs> Guys, we gotta. It's gotta end. It's gotta end. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta end. Little more. All right. Uh, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week about Colin Stetson's New History Warfare Volume Three. Yay! Yay! Don't forget to write under Shotes that we're ending yeah. at this time. Yeah, yeah. Shotes. 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 Camden, are you gonna play us out? Okay. Da 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 da
Alright, I'm recording now. <laughs> <laughs>